It's episode four of Super Nintendo. Doc and Luke back again, talking all things video games. So let's fire up the intro, Lukey, and get into it. Super Nintendo. Here we are, we're back. Hello. <laughs> How have you been? I'm good. How have you been? Yeah, good. Like, lots of video games been played between since our last podcast and this one, so... Oh, good. Plenty to talk about I'm today. I'm just glad you invited me back, so... <laughs> <laughs> be a pretty boring podcast if I sit here and talk to myself for an hour. <laughs> hey, Doc, how have you been? Yeah, I've been good. Uh, what's up? I don't know. I'd listen to that, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what have you been playing? I've been playing... You know what I've been playing, because I'm you. <laughs> Uh, let's kick it off with news of the week. We'll get straight into it. Um, big news today, well, this week, in fact, um, the day that this is recorded. Um, the Nintendo Direct today uh, unveiled the look of the f- the look and feel of the new Super Smash Brothers. Ooh, um, Super Smash Brothers Unlimited. So it was a really cool Nintendo Direct. They um they were very direct for once. They didn't have any long intros or anything like that. It no flash. Straight into it. Like Oof. the second it starts, you start seeing some awesome footage of uh, of Nintendo's uh, massive December release, um, Super Smash Brothers Unlimited. Are you a big Smash guy? Um, look, I haven't been for the last couple. I don't think, but I I, I was for a period mm-hmm. of time. I love the game. I think the concept's amazing. I think bringing all the Nintendo characters together for a fighting game is something bizarre and awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, this one. This one looks uh, it looks really good, like graphically amazing. Um, they told us about five new characters. So there's King K. Rule from the Donkey Kong series. Okay. So he's like the bad guy, the big crocodile guy. Right, I haven't played Donkey Kong in a while. I was like, who's he? Okay. Um, there is Dark Samus. Ooh, yeah. From uh, Metroid. Metroid, who looks amazing. Okay. Um, and there's a couple of dudes from Castlevania. Okay. A um, couple of the brothers, the, the descendants. Um, so they look cool too. Um, and the other one was Krom, who's from one of those Japanese um, games. You know, the, <laughs> One of those Japanese you games. You know yeah. the ones. Thanks, Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, you're in that game that I don't play. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the one with the other letters. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those... Um, <laughs> It's it's one of those recent role playing games that's sort of gone big on mobile. Fire Emblem. Or that's the like one. That. Fire Emblem. Cool. Yeah. Yep. So Crom's uh, from that. So he's got you know he's got that big Final Fantasy type sword and cool. Cool. Uh, looks cool. Hey, uh, always appa- big sword is always cool. yeah. Apparently a hundred and three levels. Oh okay. Stages. So that's so apart massive. from a few new characters, awesome graphics. Is they doing anything crazy? Anything different? There's uh, there's introduction of things like um, you can select two characters and swap them in and out. Ooh, um, like Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah, yeah so that's kind of cool. Um, and a lot of the characters, they it was funny they were dressing up a lot of the characters as these are Echo characters. It's like, okay. well, basically what you're saying is you've just taken that character and given it a new skin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the um, old uh, reverse the colour yeah, skin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so like Princess Peach is also like the other princess from Mario. Right, it's like, right, right. Um, the two brothers or whatever they are from Castlevania 
are just the same character who look slightly different. Yeah. Um, so, like half the Mortal yeah, Kombat we're characters. We're going to call them Echo characters. They sort of make <laughs> it sound like we've done more than we actually have. Yeah. Um, but still cool. Like, still cool. I, th- I was still excited for a game that I didn't think I was going to buy. It's one of those games where I think, you know, I never am a, I've never been a big Nintendo guy, so I'm never one of those guys like, oh, really excited about it. Yeah. But whenever I'm at a friend's house playing some games, mucking around with some multiplayer, those games are always a blast. It's so much fun. Like They're Mario Kart is brilliant for that. Um, oh. Mario Party, another one. Amazing multiplayer game. And I'm glad Nintendo knows that that's their strength. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those kind of like, and even when they first launched the Switch, you know, in that first trailer, it was like, pull off the nunchucks, sit it on a mm. park bench, play with your mates, yep. you know, get that yep. multiplayer stuff going wherever you yep. are on the go. Yeah, it was home. all about lifestyle rather than, you know, graphics and power. Yeah. Um, I put this to you, though, and you introduced me to this game series. Mm-hmm. Do the Jack series emulate Nintendo for adults? Because it's basically what they are. They're those party-style games for adults. They are. They are. And look, I'm a huge supporter of those games. I love those (laughs) games. They're fantastic. I think there's nothing better than having a few friends around, you know, throw it on the big screen, get your Mm. phone out. That's your controller. So you kind of... Your entry level there is better because everyone's already got a phone. Yeah. So you can just jump on the website, play a game. Oh, man, I think those games are fantastic. They're so fun. They're so fun. Um, the one thing I, I really want to I want to mention that um, I nearly forgot, actually, with the Nintendo Direct thing, mm-hmm. um, the video that played with it was obviously a cutscene from the game. Okay. Luigi's soul leaves his body, mm-hmm. his eyes go white, and he dr- he appears to drop dead as his ghost hovers above him. Right. It is so morbid. <laughs> I was like, "Is what? Did they just kill Luigi? <laughs> you can't, what the? Well, look, you know, Nintendo, they're just pretty cutting edge yeah. in that regard. They, they just do- did it in a trailer. <laughs> but they do it in this, they're like, oh, it's a Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> It's the cutest death scene ever. <laughs> All right, under more news, uh, Blizzard have announced that there are multiple Diablo projects in the works. Um, dropped on Twitter earlier today, community manager Brandy Camel said, The forges here at Blizzard are burning hot, and we have uh, multiple Diablo projects in the works. Some of them are going to take longer than others, but we may have some things to show later this year. What does that mean? Wow, I, I do love how when you read that, you go, the forges here at Blizzard yeah, are burning hot. <laughs> you've got it. If someone puts forges in their tweet... You've got to you, say it like you've that. You've got to emphasise it. You have it. to. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's awesome. So I'm confused. So, Because I, I haven't heard this either. Jeez, you're always... I love coming in here because like, I find out all this news, yeah, which because yeah. I'm just so busy now, I don't really get a lot of time to keep up with all this. So... Does that mean they're working on Diablo 4 and 5 or 4 well, and expansions for 4? Because uh, the last one was 3, right? Yeah, with uh, so, two expansions. So here's my theory. I uh, My theory is they're working on expansions for 3, which we'll see later this year. They're working on a mobile version of Diablo, probably card-based, and they're working on Diablo 4. Whoa, okay. So that's pretty huge. So That's my theory, though. That's not... They yeah, haven't said just, that. Uh, That's just if I was running Blizzard, and the way that they run World of Warcraft mm-hmm. and Hearthstone, mm-hmm. 
it makes sense to grab those Diablo properties, which have an awesome depth of world, and just create something massive with them. I think the rather only... than a Diablo game every ten years, which is not enough. Yeah, I think the only thing there is, and so, geez, that's wow. I just realised it is nearly ten years. Is it Diablo three? Was that two thousand nine? I think so. Yeah, like a, it feels like a long time right, well, ago. Just blown like, my mind. So, yeah. but I don't think. I think the thing there is that. And we'll get on to Hearthstone later because I have been playing a bit of that, actually. But I think it's wrong to do a Diablo card game and kind of split that fan base. Yeah, okay. So, you know, there's all those people that are so invested in Hearthstone and it's doing so well and they're doing more and more expansions for that. What if they did Diablo crossover universe? Exactly. What if okay, they, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. What if the next expansion yeah. is a Diablo expansion yeah. of Hearthstone? Okay, that makes sense. And they kind of combine yeah. the two or something. Yeah. I don't know if that would work. And but... then they can bring Declan Kane into yeah. the, the universe of Hearthstone. Stay a while and listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Sean Connery. <laughs> love but I game. love those games, man. They're yeah. so good. Look, you know what? I'd love to see a different take on Diablo 2. Mm-hmm. Something other than the button-mashing action RPG. action RPG that it is. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see more RPG elements into it. Or go the other way and make it first-person shooter. Imagine that. Imagine, uh, like I think I mentioned in our last podcast, the great game that I used to play on PC, which was a Quake um, engine thing called Heretic. Yeah, I remember Heretic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, imagine that set in Diablo world. Yeah, right. It'd be so good. First person Diablo. Or even, even third. Or even like, third, yeah. yeah. You know, it make, makes a lot of sense. It'd be pretty cool. Mm. I think that the, the smart thing they've done with Diablo... And this is why it's surprising to me that, mm. like, obviously they're always going to release another one eventually. But they've kind of that game has really good longevity. Like, remember at yeah. the start there was kind of there was that controversy with like the auction house and that's right selling yeah, items yeah. on there. And then it was like nine months or a year later they kind of took that all out and kind of redid the whole game. And then every expansion since then it's got better. The thing I don't like about Diablo is that basically, and you know, I'm a fan. I'm a fan, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to sound like I'm one right now. Mm-hmm. They're all the same. Every yeah. single time I play one, it's exactly the same missions over and over again. Nothing feels different. Yeah, and that's why 3, I think, was good because 3, with all that procedurally generated stuff, you know, yeah, yeah. you could play it over and over again, do the same levels, and, and they it's were be different. always a little bit different. Yeah, but the story... but I don't think anyone is playing Diablo for the story, yeah. 100%. <laughs> you know... Oh, well, they they killed the devil again. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> they bump into this guy called Devil and Clean again. Yeah. What, yeah. what are you doing, young It's traveler? very samey-samey. Yeah. But I think the gameplay is the strength there and, you know, that you can play like what people, like what you do with Destiny. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can play the it's same level over and over again, yeah. but with the different strikes and the different uh, nightfalls, I think, mm. whatever they're called, you know, you can play the same level and it feels different because you've got different enemies and different uh, modifiers and things that you can do. I think Diablo's, you know, are very clever like that as well to make it not the same thing yeah. every time. Yeah, yeah. You know? That procedural yeah. generated stuff. A bit like what I've done with No Man's Sky, which is yeah, phenomenal so I now. was going to ask you about that today. Have you played much of it? I have, and we'll talk about that after the Ooh, news. Good idea. Um, first up, though, GTA has hit 100 million copies sold. Is it a good game? Is it that good? 
Have it's you, five years old now. I have I played it. I played yeah. it all the way through, and I, I loved it. But I don't know that it's one hundred million copies sold that good. Yeah, so that blows my mind that yeah. four times the population of Australia yeah. have played that game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing to me. Is I it- I love that game. I thought I thought it was really good. I haven't played it in five years, yeah. but, but it was it was a good game. Same. I played it when it came out and never touched it again. I think uh, I think it sells on controversy more than anything. Um, I don't think I, like it's a strong game, but it's not. See, it's I just a AAA that. title, but I, I don't think it's that. So the best I game think, ever. I think it sells on Rockstar's brand. Yeah, okay. I think you know, like. Obviously, they have an amazing pedigree of games. Mm. I think every time they release a game, no matter what it is, people stand up and go, oh, that's going to be a good game. Yeah. You know, and they have this pedigree, this brand, you know, buy-in, I guess, that Well, they only have. put a game out every few years. That's like, what happens when not... you release a game every, yeah, yeah. six years or something, mm. and people go, okay. And they haven't, they're notorious for, they'll wait until it's done. You mm. know what I mean? Even though they put a deadline a release date, like they've done with Red Dead, what, twice now? Yeah. And they'll say, yeah, we're going to release it on that date. No, it's not ready. They're not afraid to push it and push it. And I think GTA, yeah, there's a little bit of controversy there. I don't think there's anything too crazy that's not in other games. Yeah, okay, you can run people over, you can murder people. Look, you can do that in most shooters. Yeah. I don't think it's any... You do that in the Dragon. Yeah. You can't do that in Spyro the Dragon. (laughs) (laughs) I think the thing that people give GTA a bit of stick for is yeah. the sexual stuff, which yeah, yeah. I think that... Which is in a lot of games now. Exactly. Yeah. I think GTA is probably not the worst culprit for that. And I think the main people that get angry at that are Americans. I think yeah. it's not as big a deal elsewhere in the world. And that game is just, I think, it's well made and it's just, for some reason, just got legs. Like, mm. the online stuff, I think, was... Super clever that but, people can just jump on and play online. But at the end of the day, a hundred million copies. It's enormous. That that would put it as the best game ever made in the world. No, see, that's where I disagree with you. Yeah. Just because something sells the most copies doesn't mean it's the best game. Okay. It it's the most yeah, po- yeah, purchased yeah, game, yeah. but I don't think that makes it the best. I just think, I think that means that it was marketed well, mm. that it appealed to a lot of people. It's made by a AAA studio. Like we were saying last week with Destiny, how you know you can yeah, see yeah. how much money is put into that game. When you drive around in GTA Five, you go, "Well, this world is pretty stunning." That you can go from the desert into the city, yeah. fly up, parachute. It out. is massive. Those, yeah. and I think those kind of sandbox games appeal to so many people that you make your own fun. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That you can just go and oh, I wonder if it, I can do that. And if you say, "I wonder if I can do that in GTA games," generally you, you can. can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think it helps too that it's like ten dollars on Steam now. Yeah, but it, it's it's actually not like that game. I've never seen it under twenty bucks. Oh, I think it's on special on Steam now. I think it's is it? On, yeah, I think it's on like for like ten bucks or something now. So yeah, yeah. see, I always see it, and they like they'll go down to fifty percent off or something. Yeah, yeah. But then that'll be it. <laughs> you know, they they're really, the money they must make from that game is just unbelievable. Okay, so this game uh, we're talking about now is also one of the biggest games out. It's probably the current leader of great games, mm-hmm. um, Fortnite. The creator uh, of Epic Games uh, has said that the growth of the company has gone to $8.5 billion. This is for a game 
that is free. Yeah. Free to play, and it's an $8.5 billion company now. <laughs> How does that even work? Yeah, it's, I don't know. That's amazing. I still blows my mind mm. when I was, I got a new iPad recently. Yep. So I was just scrolling through apps on the uh, App Store, and I couldn't believe how many apps there are just to teach you Fortnite yeah. dance moves. <laughs> I was like, okay, there. I was like, yeah, okay, there might be one. Yeah, there was like four or five yeah. apps just to like learn the moves of the dances from yeah. Fortnite. Yeah, there's this there's this great wow. video online of uh, of these two mums that mm-hmm. are talking. They're, they're impersonating their kids playing Fortnite, so they're doing all the lingo on that. Yeah, and they're sitting there with the headsets on and playing, uh, and then in the cuts between scenes, they're doing dance moves from Fortnite, <laughs> and it's like this is hilarious. It's actually worth watching. When you're at the shops, like I was at the plaza the other day, and just kids flossing everywhere. Oh yeah. It's like I when I was a kid we didn't dance in the streets. No. No, not unless no. it was like a dance off, you know. Oh, of course. Yeah. And then you got and into then, it. And then I realized I was in an 80s movie and it wasn't my <laughs> life. Uh, let's go through quickly the August game releases. Uh, WarioWare Gold is coming out for 3DS. It's out on the 3rd. Uh, Dead Cells has is coming out on everything. That came out on the 7th. Overcooked 2 on the 7th. Woo! You're excited about that one. Yeah. Uh, Monster Hunter World PC release um, has just happened today. Uh, we Happy Few is released for PS4, Xbox One, and PC on the 10th. Death's Gambit. Uh, for PS4, it must be a sort of PS4 exclusive. It's PS4 and PC uh, on the 10th. And WoW's uh, next DLC, Battle for Azeroth, uh, for the PC on the 14th. Next month, though, big Destiny Forsaken DLC, Shadow of Tomb Raider, and Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. That's a big month. That's huge. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, September, th- hey? That's going to be, yeah, like this month's, yeah, okay. Overcooked 2 is cool. Yeah, um, but uh, that Monster Hunter I heard was pretty good. Yeah, I haven't played it myself, but uh, it's a bit of a time sink, I think. It's yeah, I, look, of... I played Monster Hunter a few years ago, but not this Monster Hunter World. Uh-huh. Um, this is apparently massive and sandboxy and just like a lot more open world. Yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, but I was when I played the the original Monster Hunter, I was like mm-hmm. underwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've never like I've always heard of them, but I've never played them. But I remember when it came out for PlayStation, everyone was kind of uh, talking about it for about a month there. Mm. But yeah, Overcooked. Hello, <laughs> you're loving Overcooked. Oh, so good, so good. <laughs> There's nothing better. You got to come over and play it. All There's right. nothing better than just making some tomato soup, and then the kitchen catches fire. Yeah, but you actually need a onion soup, and just it's. And then Crazy we'll, cooking hijinks. And then we'll play Overcooked. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll bring the gear over. We'll record a podcast while we're playing Overcooked. Yeah, definitely. Right? Done. Definitely. Done. And I'll cook you uh, onion soup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Pulls out all the stops. Luke does. Um, so what are you playing at the moment? Cool. So at the moment, I've been, like I said, super busy with work. So it's mm. kind of been mobile gaming. Okay, cool. So like I said, I've got a new iPad. So I've jumped back into Hearthstone. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And so I've... Played that game since it launched. I dabble whenever a new set comes out. I get back in. The new set comes out, I think it came out today or tomorrow? Yeah. End of this week. So I've just kind of dipped my toe back in to see if I am going to jump back in again. I love that game. It's so good. It's so good. (laughs) So is it basically Magic the Gathering on your iPad? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's the guys who made the original card game, the like printed cards, wow, card game. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, they were inspired by Magic, so it is very similar to Magic. I've played a little bit of Magic. I think it's controversial. Yeah. If I, some of my friends hear me say this, I'll probably get in trouble. I think Hearthstone's better really? than Magic. Okay, so is it you're tapping resources to create No tapping resources, and... no. So yeah. it's a gradual progression. So you build up mana. So every turn you start with a mana crystal. Okay. And then each turn you gain a mana crystal. All your cards cost a certain amount of mana crystals to play. So you start turn one, you've got one mana crystal. By turn 10, you have 10 mana crystals. Right. And it caps out at 10. Okay. So your biggest cards, the massive cards of the game will cost you nine or ten mana. Right, okay. You know, so you can't drop yeah. them till later on. So it's very balanced in that way. You don't have to worry about tapping and doing all that kind of stuff, but it's very gradual. So you can kind of start with these smaller cards and build up. You have cards that are called taunt cards, which stop other people from attacking your hero. So each hero has 30 health mm. to start with, and you knock down the person's health to zero. You have cards that stop other cards, cards that steal life now, and all these other kind of cards that they've slowly introduced over the last five years. But it's just a blast to play. I even It's one of the only games, and I'm not a big guy that watches Twitch streams. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the only games where I can sit down and just get sucked into watching the pros play, and you're like, it humbles you. It makes you realize... How good you how are. How good they are. <laughs> yeah. And how not good Here's I am. Here's the level I'm at and here is a professional. It's, yeah. like um, it's like watching the professional poker players play. Exactly. You go, what the hell? And that's actually a perfect comparison yeah. because these guys, I've watched some of their streams and things, they will know, okay, this guy's probably playing this deck because he's played these cards so far and there's a 3.4% chance that he's going to have this card yeah, right. later on. So I'll play this way. And it's all numbers, all stats. It's very, very that's poker-like, cool. like, like you say. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Uh, worth checking out. Uh, at the moment, I'm playing Destiny, the Solstice oh, so, of Heroes. Um, something different? Yeah. So, the, well, they had some, um, they had a, they've got an event on at the moment, Solstice of Heroes, okay. which has, in many people's words, fixed the game. Really? Um, I never had a problem with the game, but, I can tell you, I've put in more hours of Destiny the last week than I have in the last month. Really? Okay. Um, it's they've added some stuff which helps you, like you get this special armor mm-hmm. upgrade that you have to go in and do these achievements to mm-hmm. to upgrade the armor, and uh, it it feels like Destiny One. So this is obviously all building up to Forsaken building up to Forsaken next, next month, okay. and then uh, and yeah, it's it's outstanding. Like it is so playable at the moment, and the grind is just perfect so tell me because i have some friends at work who like i said last week still very much on the destiny train they've been talking about this new sniper rifle i haven't got it Uh, apparently it's amazing really yeah oh i have to find out what it is one of the guys at work was telling me about some big boss where normally there's like three stages to kill this guy yeah yeah. these guys killed it in the first stage because they all had this sniper rifle and it just is oh, a destroyer of worlds. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I so need to find out what this is. You need to get on that. Yeah, yeah. No, Apparently I've, some quest or something that you have to go on to get it. Yeah, my, yeah. You know better than me. Yeah. But. Well, I'm not... Because I, do, I don't do the raid. 
Okay. Um, and it's not because I don't want to do the raid. It's just I've never got enough friends online. Yeah. I'm such a loser. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> but it's friends just, is a lot of friends, man. You know, so, but that, that's the thing about Destiny. You can play however you want. If yeah. you want to play without doing the raid or you, or you don't want to do the Crucible much, mm-hmm. then that's fine. Like, I've just been playing a lot of Crucible because that's one of the missions f- mm-hmm. to unlock the armor. And that's the only reason I wouldn't go to the Crucible otherwise. Um, but it's good fun. It's really good. The other one I've been playing at the moment, No Man's Sky. Um, this is what I wanted to hear. Oh, yeah. mate. So the upgrade is called Next. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the not the next upgrade. It's Next, but the, the upgrade. What comes next after um, Next? I can tell you, <laughs> if they had launched with this update, um, what was the game two years ago? Mm-hmm. If they had launched with this update... No one would be complaining right now. Really? Yeah. Okay. The game is fixed. They really? nailed it. Like it is so playable now. Um, I've spent hours just grinding away, mining resources, and 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 getting back into the game. I had to start from the start again because uh, I lost my save because I deleted it and got rid of it all. And um, but yeah. It's been worth it because it's helped me to relearn the game and the new mechanics and mm-hmm. everything. Uh, graphically, the most beautiful game. I've ever seen. It is just really? stunning. It is stunning. It's vibrant. Um, when you're in space, because uh, eventually you get your ship out off the, off the first planet uh-huh. and you head off into space, it's all procedural developed worlds that mm-hmm. you head around to. Uh, when you're in space, it is just, it's so magical. It's like watching one of those incredible space movies, uh-huh. you know, how, and, and you're just like watching it on the big screen of the cinema and you're just like, oh man, this is so um, I'm gonna have to check it out because I've seen a couple of pictures that people have posted. Yeah. But so, what did they add that it didn't have before? They added obviously, life. I'm pretty sure, and this is just a hunch, but I'm pretty sure space was already in it. Yeah, they added life. <laughs> um, before it was just really dead to look at. It was right. blocky. Your ship didn't feel right. They've they've added a lot of aesthetics that just give it a lot more personality. Um, they've added creatures and characters throughout in the space stations and on the planets that. That are interactive. There, it's a lot more interactive than it was before. There's more things to do. Um, there's more places to go. You've got. They just uh, added all the detail. Yeah, it's okay. just all this stuff that you know. Um, if they'd released No Man's Sky and said this is early access, I would have been fine with that. I wouldn't have complained. Hmm. Um, now knowing what it could have been, I'm like, man, you guys. I, I, I you know what? I admire them because they they stuck to their guns. They knew they had something great. And they continued to work on it when easily they could have just gone, hello games. They could have just gone, nah, it, it was a failure. Let's uh, let's write that off and go work on something else. Yeah, They've very easy to do. stuck to their guns and, and, and really put out a decent product. I, I think the thing that blows me away about that, and like I said, I haven't played it, but is the the story around it. You know mm. what I mean? Like that, that game is made by, that team's only 16 people. Yeah. Like, that blows my mind. It's crazy, yeah. They made a universe. Yeah. 16 people. They've made probably the biggest game ever made. That's how big it is. Like, you think about... We were talking before about how big GTA is. Mm. Like... Yeah. This is a universe. Yeah. It's constantly expanding. And I can go from one side to the other in, what, an hour? Yeah, probably, yeah. Whereas this, like, it'd take me, what, 10,000 years? You'd never, ever be able to do it. (laughs) Because because it's procedurally generated. So you would never, ever be able... It's infinite. Um, the other thing they've added is it basically stargates. Oh, awesome. So now you can, um, before you get so far away from your home base planet Mm -hmm. that you'd never, ever get back there. Now you can gate back. Cool. 
so you can head back, build a big base on a planet, like take over say, the have whole you set planet. Up a home world? Yeah. So I've got my first world, and I'm just like, I'm just going to keep coming, bring my resources back here, and adding and building on this. So what did you name it? I oh, I didn't name it yet. What? I should do that, eh? Definitely. Oh man, what have I been doing? I've been too busy like zapping resources. Yeah. Man, it's so good. It is really worth playing. It oh, is. Now like, I'm just trying to think. Cool planet. No cool name. I'm going to call it Docky Darkopia. That's good. <laughs> All right, we've got a question of the week this week. Our question of the week is, what 80s cartoon would make the best video game? Now, there's been plenty of video games based around 80s cartoons. Mm. I remember um, playing a He-Man game. Turtles. um, Turtles, G.I. Joe. um, But they all kind of suck now. Like, they were great then. And yeah. we're like, I, I remember, I, like, G.I. Joe, I put a lot of hours into a G.I. Joe game on the Commodore 64. Mm-hmm. But now it's kind of like, if I had today's gaming capability, what game would I make? Oh, look, I, I just don't want you to quickly gloss over the fact that they're bad games. I love Turtles in Time. Oh, That's brilliant, like yeah. one of my favourite arcade, arcade games. games. Yeah, yeah. So good. I love yeah. that. But this is the problem with... Um, I think, you know, a lot of those games were made and then, you know, were of that time. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, I was thinking about this earlier and I was like, oh, what would it be? And I didn't even know that there was an old He-Man game. Oh, there's like three or four of them. Is it? Yeah. And there was one that was really released maybe a couple of years ago. Okay. It was a, like a side-scrolling platformer. Really? Yeah, and See, that wasn't too bad. what I thought, I was like, because I was like, 80s cartoons, because I'm definitely a more child of the 90s. Yeah. So my favorite cartoon as a kid was X-Men. Oh, okay, yeah. So if they made a new X-Men game... I would love that. Those yeah. X-Men Legends games yeah. were like... But they're amazing. always going to. Like, X-Men is always going to be a game property. It'll always... Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. you know, cycles. Hopefully in another few years, yeah. someone makes a awesome X-Men game. I'm definitely on board. But the thing I was thinking of was He-Man, but as like a kind of open world, Witcher-style, sword-slinging kind of fantasy. I love that. That would be pretty cool. I love that idea. See, that's... When I thought of He-Man, I thought of it more like a fighting game, uh-huh. like um, like Mortal Kombat or Injustice style. Yep. Um, but to base He-Man on The Witcher, mm. like to take that engine and build it, that would be Make insane. a proper, dark, gritty, you know. Here's what I would want. I would want to be able to play as He-Man mm-hmm. or to be able to play as Skeletor. Ooh, and then you get access okay. to the monster roster as well. Either side, okay. Yeah. yeah, look. So what was the the world called? It was Eternia. Eternia, yeah. Eternia. So you could just travel over, you know, it could do kind of like a Lord of the Rings thing with like, you know, Mordor and uh, the good side, but skip between the two. Yeah. And, you know, one time you're Skeletor, next time you're He-Man, and you work towards, at the end, yeah. this confrontation. I love it. Maybe, or maybe two different campaigns even, you just choose. Maybe the end bad guy is actually Hordak. Maybe. Man, Masters of the Universe, the game, I love it. That's such a good idea. Um, what about you? I'm thinking 80s. I'm thinking a cartoon that was targeted at girls. And it was called Gem. Um, okay, I've heard of this yeah. before. So Gem and the Holograms was the uh, was the show, and it was about a, a girl who had these holographic earrings, and when she touched them, she spoke to a computer AI thing called Synergy, and so turned into that is the most eighty sentence ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
And she had a hologram that turned into Jem, okay. who was like a pop star singer. Right. And the band, The Holograms. Um, and what I would do is I would make, and, and apparently they're making a live action movie and everything of this right now. Really? Uh, what I would do is I would take the Gem franchise and the Guitar Hero franchise and mash them together. Like okay. the SingStar sort of Guitar yeah. Hero. And I would make a video game targeted at girls called Gem. Bring back With the all the instruments game. and everything, and then like you get on and you're playing Gem, truly outrageous, truly, truly, truly outrageous. Whoa, Gem! <laughs> oh, I think that would be good. I do also think GI Joe is a good idea. I think you could do a GI Joe battle royale. Okay. I think that'd be cool. And so, what, like Super Smash kind of thing, yeah, or like, like like Fortnite? Oh, like a proper battle like, royale. Let's do okay. battle royale, but with right. GI Joe. Yeah, that sounds pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> I think I would play that. And the other idea I had, and, and stick with me for this one, all uh-huh. right? This is, this. you need to stay with me. Picture Voltron, Defender of the Universe. I'm The five Voltron. lions that come together to form Voltron. Now picture Voltron, Defender of the Universe, made by Bungie. Okay, yeah. So, Destiny 3, throw it away. Restart. Voltron. <laughs> Voltron. You are part of the Galactic Alliance or whatever they're called. Uh-huh. I can't remember what they're called in the show, but um, you're a foot soldier in the Galactic Alliance. So how? So do- you've got the cool like white and yellow or white and red or white and green, whatever uniform, and you're building up your character to eventually. So spitball pilot here. lions. What do we? What's the gameplay until you get into Voltron? Because that's obviously the cool part. Well, what do we do in between? My thought Voltron even parts? is, you never get into Voltron. You see Voltron cruising around above you, okay. taking on battle. Okay. You're a foot soldier. You're taking. Right. You're a part of the. It's just the, set army. In the Voltron world, kind of like Halo. You know how right. you're like that last Halo game. You're not always Master Chief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you the other good, the other dudes. Yeah, the ODST. Yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah. So imagine that you're a foot soldier in the Voltron universe. So you see the lines and stuff flying around, and you like might get in other vehicles, like ships and pilot stuff and whatever. Yeah. Um, and Voltron is in that universe, and he's flying around you, and there's stuff being blown up left, right, and center, and destroyed because there's giant robots and monsters fighting above you. But you're taking on Zartan. <laughs> And, uh, I think you're gonna want to, but the whole time you're like, "Man, I wish I was." Man, I wish I was. One. <laughs> but wouldn't everyone in that universe just be going, ah, "Why can't I pilot a lion?" That's, hey, look, I love the idea because, like, one of the great comic books is a comic book called Gotham Central, and yeah. it's about the cops that work in Gotham City. I love that. And every now and again, like, you'll hear about Batman, or like Batman will be glimpsed somewhere, yeah. but they never, you never, like, he never appears. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's just the the cops that are like, "Oh, you know, I guess I gotta." Clean up after Penguin again. <laughs> Just dealing with normal cop life in Gotham. That would be such a good comic. The, uh, <laughs> the crime scene cleanup crew. Marvel did that? Yeah, yeah I love It was that. called Damage Control. Oh, that's right. Damage Control. Yep, that's right. Yeah, the guys that clean uh, up after a now. superhero uh, escapade. That's so funny. Well, that's it. That's uh, that's the last thing I had for us this week. Um, make sure you head to docidarko.com to hear other versions of the podcast as well, other episodes. Uh, I've put up a contact section for us now too, Lukey. Cool. Yeah, so people can jump on there and uh, and send us any questions they might have. Um, even if you want to jump on there and tell us which 80s cartoon you would like to turn into a video game, who knows, maybe one day some video game designer somewhere 
says, I might listen to this crap podcast and gets a great idea and makes it. <laughs> and yeah, don't forget to tweet. At Bungie about the Voltron yeah, game. Yeah, I'm totally going and to. And at CD Projekt Red about the He-Man game. <laughs> Have you got a Twitter? I do. What's I do. your Twitter? At Towers Luck. At Towers what? Towers Luck. Towers Luck. Yeah. How D&D of you. Yes. <laughs> um, and I'm at Docky Darko. Make sure you uh, send us a tweet or, or uh, ask us any questions online. Thanks so much for coming in, Luke. Thanks for having me. Um, Always good. Stay tuned for the next podcast where we will be doing it live well, not live. Recorded from Luke's kitchen playing Overcooked 2. I can smell the onion soup.